good morning it's wellness Wednesday I hope you're well where you are uh, and enjoying um, slightly cooler weather or less wet weather than we've had um, I've certainly got the aircon on today in North Queensland it's baking hot I usually try and wait till the end of October November to put the aircon on uh, a few days away from the end of October and I have relented today I've got a lot of things to catch up on and I thought hmm I need to be cool so um, being cool as I can today so it takes a few days to put things back to right when you've been away as you will probably know too as a mum whenever mums go away they come home to a messy house mountain of washing empty fridge um, so on and so forth so on top of catching up on work you've got to try and regain some semblance of normality in the house and while I was away, two little people had a party in my bed uh, and it was full of crumbs. So <laughs> I had to brush the crumbs to the side to get my first night's sleep uh, and I will be stripping my bed and giving that a clean too. But these are all the joys of coming home to family who miss you. Uh, and I had my four-year-old in bed with me from 3am this morning. So needless to say, when my alarm went off at 5.30 to go for my run, I ignored it. So um, I have an opportunity to do a makeup run later today and I will be trying to do that, but I needed some sleep between the hours of 3 and 6.30 a.m. So uh, not moaning, just sharing <laughs> some interesting things um, as a result of coming back home from retreat because it's very hard to stay in your retreat zen bubble when you come home to so many um, obligations and responsibilities um, and just to kind of give you some insights so I had 20 ladies from around North Queensland we had Cairns, Mareeba, uh, Greenvale which is north of Charters Towers Charters Towers, Bowen, Townsville and Harvey Bay. So a very good group of um, women from different areas and what I love about that is that those women go home and create a ripple effect in their household and in their community. And what's equally wonderful is that those women who attended say, I want to bring my sister, I want to bring my mum, I want to bring my friend, I've told my such and such. So that's really cool because it keeps that positive effect going of the retreat. So. I asked everyone for feedback and so far some feedback I've had is don't change anything. So that's good news after my fifth retreat. I have a good formula. It's important to have a good group of co-hosts who share knowledge as well as friendship um, and add value to the participants as a whole and really to allow them to experience and enjoy the retreat that they need at this point in time of their life. So people have their aha moments. We talk a little bit about um, being versus doing. We talk about what we want to do versus what we what we want to be versus what we are want to do in our life. Um, we did a lot of different workshops around well-being and obviously yoga, breathing exercises. We did a life drawing class, which we've never done before. I told them it was an art class. And on Friday morning, I surprised them to say it was going to be a life drawing class. So our model was a lady uh, in her 40s who was uh, a bucket list item for her was to pose nude so we got to uh, sketch over the course of about an hour learn different sketching techniques different drawing techniques from a professional artist who studied uh, in Greece and who sells her art uh, and so that was a really um, powerful session for a lot of people and afterwards some of the ladies have since said that they want to renew their passion and pursuit of art so that was beautiful and really really super cool 
So um, bookings are open for 2023. I have Early Beach in March and Magnetic Island in October 2023. I've had bookings come through already. So throughout this week, I will be slotting people into places um, and updating things on my website to thewellnesspoet.com. So if you're interested in retreat for 2023, please do drop me a message uh, and I will slot you into one of those two retreats. For next year, I'm also considering some mini retreats um, and maybe some corporate groups as well as family retreats with where we talk about health, well-being and maybe do writing too. So those families that want to draw out their family history, their memoir, create a storybook with their child, you know, so all sorts of different activities we could do around writing, you know, embedding journaling as a practice. Um, you know, just little different things that we could do as a group. So um, there's many, many ideas that I have. I just need to sit down and formulate those ideas uh, into more concrete um, offers and then I can share them with people. So on Saturday, whilst the ladies were off having free time, I pressed print on book number four. So London to Townsville, a story about a little girl who moves from England to Australia will be here next week and I'll be sharing it with some bookshops uh, locally, regionally, as well as um, posting out all of those pre-ordered copies. So thank you so much to everybody that pre-ordered copies. It's also now available to order via Amazon and Booktopia and wherever you buy your books online. So you can go on and type in my name, Chrissy Regan, or type in the name of the book uh, and it should come up. So that's really special when you see the book start to spread its wings and go around the world and you don't know where it's going to end up and indeed who's going to purchase it. So that's really wonderful. And there's a few events coming up in the coming weeks where we'll be able to share that book in person too, both um, in the Townsville area. So I wanted to share a little bit today about a common theme that I've encountered lately uh, and also throughout my life, which is around toxic environments and the mental and physical um, impact of living, working, operating uh, in a toxic environment. So toxic environments can be at work or at home in teams that we're a part of, if it's a sports team, a group, social group, volunteering group, um, or, you know, they can manifest in so many different places. And often they're driven by egos, large egos and lack of self-awareness and also people working for themselves or their own self-interest as opposed to the greater good. And that's generally how a toxic environment starts and ripples out because those people will then try and find others to be on their side who share their same belief systems and their same way of doing things. So. What happens when we create and foster and perpetuate this toxic environment is over time it becomes very draining for people, it becomes very emotionally um, and physically um, um, upsetting for people and it also breeds mediocrity. So if you're going to exist in a really toxic environment, the chances are that that um, environment or that place is not going to succeed long term because it's just going to be stagnated in mediocrity which is, is a disease in itself. And often I think it's aimed at power and control, keeping people under control and in gaining more power and asserting power and feeling powerful and feeling important, etc. The sad thing about this is it really suppresses creativity. It doesn't create an environment that's solution-focused, solutions-orientated. So therefore there's little harmony and you can't have growth within the organization or growth within the family or growth within the team because people want to keep it stuck and stagnated in the place that it already is. 
So I've become very mindful of the impact of this throughout um, my entire life and also now what people share with me too. And I also recognize for myself that at times I probably have been party to it, I would admit that. Um, but I'm more, because I'm now aware of it and I understand the broader implications for our health, mental health, as well as our physical health and well-being, I'm really dead against it. <laughs> so um, it's about, you know, don't not engaging in it and saying, no thanks, I'm not engaging in this. I don't want to be involved in backstabbing. I don't want to be involved in gossiping. I don't want to be involved in mediocrity. It's about standing up for what is right and saying this isn't right and I won't stand for it. Um, and it doesn't matter how powerful you think you are. Um, there's always a way for positivity and good to come to the forefront because we know that good triumphs over evil in the end. Unfortunately, it takes a lot of pain and suffering to get there. But if we're willing to speak out about the pain and suffering and fight against those toxic cultures and toxic people sooner rather than later, um, it doesn't last as long unless people suffer long term. So that's why I think it's really important. Also creates a lot of negative energy and like those negative energy exchanges don't just stay with you in that setting, they go forward with you in other, other areas of your life. And ultimately it does lead to a culture of bullying, whether or not we like it, because what happens is people will feel isolated, they'll suffer with anxiety, they'll start ruminating on things, what about this, I should have done this, I should have done that, they'll go home feeling sick, they won't want to go to work or they won't want to live in the environment that they're living in. They won't want to join the team anymore. They won't want to be a part of that volunteering group. They'll tend to just either drift away or they'll become they'll become sick. Some people will suppress their feelings through eating and drinking and numbing their feelings about the situation. They won't know how to cope with it. They'll lack the coping mechanisms to thrive in that environment. And ideally, it's not an environment in which you can thrive. So therefore, you'll start to have self-doubt. You'll start to think about, well, how can I fit into this toxic environment and just become toxic as well? So this is a really big, challenging situation that I have seen in many, many different walks of life. And I just feel that it's holding everybody back. I read something yesterday which was really interesting about, it was a meme which said, teach your girl, teach your child or your little girl um, how... Um, it's not about fitting in and being popular, it's about caring for the child that's eating lunch alone. And I think if more of us embrace that idea than this, you know, isolation, bullying, um, exclusion idea that we have would be less of an issue because all of a sudden children would be more conditioned to think, why is that person sitting alone? How can I help them? Uh, and the same true for adults, definitely. I think as well that the toxicity and negativity manifests in our physiology, so in our cells and our DNA, and ultimately we become very ill. And also what I think about is most toxic people that I know have known over time, they end up dying alone. And that's a sad, tragic fact because they get found out in the end or people don't want to be around them. So it's like, okay, well, if I don't want to die alone, how can I prevent that from happening through the choices that I make? Um, and, and the way that I show up for myself and others in my life. So I'm really trying to think about how to be a catalyst for positivity as well as compassion and how to help other people become aware and self-aware of the things that they're doing that potentially can cause other people to feel unhappy or unsafe or... Um, or um, toxic or negative and you know and really to 
bring the positivity or don't come and 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 sometimes we have to that's what I mean about standing up for what is right and saying no no to backstabbing no for negativity and I know even for myself in recent years since I've had this big aha moment about how it impacts your physical emotional and mental health when people ask me to engage in gossip or talking about other people or backstabbing other people I just I disengage and I and I think no thank you because every judgment that I have of someone else is reflected back to me as well so I'm not going to sit around bitching moaning backstabbing about others because then all I'm doing is inviting that negative energy to come back to me in some other aspect of my life so I think um, as women and as adults we have an opportunity to try and change things for the better so that was a, something that I really wanted to share today um, speaking of inclusion, I will be interviewing um, Joanne Lynham for my podcast uh, today and that will be shared next week. Joanne Lynham is an advocate for inclusion. She wrote a book called An Angel at My Door. Uh, it's going to be a fascinating interview and I can't wait to share it. I'm also interviewing uh, Leanne from Home Matters 101 and we'll be talking about perfectionism and how that manifests in different aspects of our lives. So you can subscribe to my podcast, Chrissy Regan, The Wellness Poet. It's on all platforms wherever you get your juicy podcasts and I've also posted a link to an episode um, in the notes uh, of this of this live so uh, what's happening this weekend on Sunday I'm doing my next run for Ukraine event uh, it's a 10k run in the rainforest at Paluma it sounds uh, idyllic and it is idyllic uh, but it's through creeks and down rocky hills and up steep hills um, narrow paths, tree roots, so on and so forth. So it could be quite hazardous. Uh, we must take two compression bandages for snake bites. We must take, this is on our person to carry with us while we're running, a space blanket in case we get lost and cold, um, waterproof um, phone case, uh, snacks uh, and all sorts of things. So I've just been doing my mental checklist of what I have here at home and what I need to go and buy and ultimately thinking about what I'm going to wear. Am I going to cover up all my skin so the leeches can't get me or am I going to be brave <laughs> because it will also be hot after running 10Ks through the rainforest and thinking about um, what I'm going to wear. So uh, it's going to be a challenge but it will hopefully I'm, I plan to enjoy it. I plan to try and have fun. I plan to use it as an opportunity to raise more funds for Ukraine. We've seen a lot of terrible things happening there over the past few weeks. Um, a lot of electricity is gone. A lot of people will be suffering immensely over the winter. Uh, and so funds raised between now and the end of my running challenge on the 31st of December will be buying coats and also supporting all of the other projects that we have going on to support Ukrainians. So by the end of Sunday, I will have run 1,271 kilometers of my um, 1,500. So I'll be uh, 230 Ks to go in um, in just under 10 weeks. So I still need to be running around 25 Ks a week, which doesn't sound a lot and it's not that much to be honest, but uh, in the heat, <clears throat> it is challenging. So yesterday I ran 10 Ks in the morning at 5.30 and I was sweltering like nobody's business so um, yes we'll see I'm confident that I can do it but I still need to keep myself um, motivated and my reasons um, my good intentions uh, remind myself of my good intentions so 
do take care of yourself do try and protect yourself from toxic environments so for me i do deep belly breathing and i look at ways to detox so I detox through the food that i eat detox through sweating epsom salts baths um yoga massage stretching meditation all helps with the process of detoxing mental and emotional overwhelm and hurt and upset and anxiety and obviously exercise is a good one for detoxing too so you can find some special ways for you to detox and if you need uh, any advice just drop me a message and i'll have a chat with you all right lovely to talk with you and i will speak to you again real soon okay bye